you are listening to KAOP AM 1045. My name is Danny. I'm Joseph. And this is Accents on Purpose, a weekly radio show where we cover the music of uh, Seattle, the Pacific Northwest, and beyond. Uh, Joseph, how are you doing? I'm doing really well, Danny. It's really good to see you. It's really good to see you. It seems like it's been forever. It's only been about a week. Uh, it's been a long week for me. Yeah, why has it been a long week for you? Uh, I drove down to Southern California and back. Made a lot of stops along the way. Were you in a red convertible? I wish. Uh, and I wish I was going down like the 101 or whatever it is, but I didn't do that. We went down I-5. And I was in a small VW Jetta. I guess it wasn't that small, but I'm a tall man. So it's hard to fit. Any flat tires? <laughs> no. We Pick up any hitchhikers? Nope. That's dangerous. Did you stop for gas and the uh, the guy was like, you're doomed. You're all doomed. <laughs> yeah, Don't yeah. go that way. Yeah, that did happen. Oh, that's How good. did you know that? <laughs> I did pass several Dutch brothers, which you and Nicole previously mentioned, but we never stopped for coffee. Good. They're fucking horrible. Yeah. It, I didn't realize that they were just those stands, yeah, and that kind of turned me off. Uh, they're fucking horrible. And actually... Not to start the podcast off on a negative note, <laughs> but uh, there is a coffee stand in Seattle that I, I really like. Uh, it was close to where I work, uh, and it's been bought, and not much has changed. But now there's like a TV screen playing like videos of the music that's playing. I think I know what you're talking about. Because did it did it get bought by Starbucks or something? No. Oh no. Tully's? No. Who got the contract? What? Hmm? Yeah. But uh, and it's just I don't know. I feel like there's just so many fucking screens and televisions everywhere. Can I just like go and get a cup of coffee without having to watch? And I'm not making this up. Ricky Martin. Uh, Whoa! So they're not playing contemporary music. I have playing. no idea. I mean, well, it could be. <laughs> when was the last? You're time 65 Ricky, years old. When was the last time Ricky Martin put out a record? Uh, I have no idea. Nice Joseph, uh, you know what? Let's stop talking about the past because this week is a very, very busy Let's week. Let's set our eyes on the future. Uh, there's uh, several shows I want to talk about. Uh, next Saturday, December 5th, Smiling mm. is having their cassette release show with Vats, uh, Lithics, and Hints. Nice. Uh, oh, Hints. Is for it the show? first actual show? Do you say they when it's just one dude? Yeah, I don't know why his, I heard that. His? His. But it's a project. Yeah. Hints. All right. Uh, Mike Pelly is going to be uh, debuting his new project, Hints, yeah. uh, which has been long gestating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know why that term. Anyway. It's, it's a post-Thanksgiving thing. Yeah. No. Uh, and then the next night, December 6th, uh, He Who's Axe's Gord is having their record release with New Axe Eyes. Oh, Who shit, New Axe Eyes is refusing to come on the show. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, December 8th, there is a benefit for uh, the Shout Your Abortion campaign featuring Pony Time, S, Blood Drugs, Sayonara Sharky, and our next guest, Lisa Prank. Whoa. Hi. <laughs> Are you really going to play that show? All right, we'll questions? see. I mean, no spoilers. Probably. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, we're glad to have you. So, uh, for people not uh, familiar with Lisa Prank's music, uh, is shame it, on you. Well, that first. I like that. to shame our listeners. <laughs> they shame us enough. Have you seen the Twitter page? I've seen the Twitter. Page. Uh, we should start recycling more. <laughs> uh, you pl- you're a, a solo act. It's uh-huh. you and a trusty drum machine. Yep. And you play kind of very poppy, colorful songs about relationships? Mostly about feelings, yeah. yeah about feelings, okay. Yeah. About feelings. <laughs> Do you like, I've seen a lot of the, the term pop punk put to your music. Oh, Do yeah. you like or dislike that? I love pop punk, so cool. I'm into it. Nice. It, it seems like a thing that describes me. I don't know. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I like pop, I like funk. Yeah. So before we talk about uh, Lee's prank, can we talk about Lust Cats of the Gutters? Oh, yeah. Um, so that was your band in Denver, Colorado uh-huh. with yeah. another person. What uh, can you tell us like the genesis of that? Um, that one was like, I had never been in a band before. And so I wrote to the coolest girl I knew on MySpace. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My good friend at the time, Alex. Um, and I knew she like sort of played drums. And I, the same way I sort of play guitar. And asked if she wanted to start a band. And so we just like started practicing every week and um, wrote songs together and kind of learned to play our instruments together. And um, our songs were just like stuff that made us laugh. Like um, we had we had a song called Housewife with a Loose Grip on Reality. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it was just like. <laughs> that made us laugh. Yeah. Now yeah. Have your sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> dark, dark shit. That's amazing. 
Um, and, uh, and yeah, and we play a bunch of shows and um, around Denver. We play like any show anyone ever asked us to play and yeah. did some tours and stuff. Yeah. So what's it like uh, living in Denver? Um, it's like it's like Seattle 1.0. Oh. Okay. <laughs> That's a funny way to describe it. <laughs> that is a very. I've never heard anything described like. I don't that. know. They're like they're sim- they're very similar cities. I feel like Seattle is 2.0 because it has the ocean. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh. And the mountains. I mean, not yeah. quite those mountains, but, but you know. yeah, there's no mountains in Colorado. Yeah. Well, no, I'm saying we have the mountains and the ocean as opposed to just the mountains. That's what I'm trying to get across, Danny. Uh, what brought you to Seattle? Um, grunge. <laughs> the grunge scene. Uh, uh, well, late. <laughs> How long was that trip from Denver to Seattle? It 20, took a while. Yeah. It took a while. Years? Oh man, that's amazing. Um, I don't know. Fun and adventure, pretty much. I lived in Colorado um, pretty much my whole life, so. Um, and I had friends here, and um, I was just visiting. I got a job working at SIF at the film festival, and um, selling tickets, and then. Um, I feel like my friends who live here just kind of kidnapped me, and before I knew it, I, I had a job here and I lived here, and <laughs> I had to go back to Denver and move out of my room. And whoa, <laughs> uh, was there a bunch of shit you were just like left in Denver, like physical? Oh, stuff? Um, I have. I have Since a, it was such a drastic, quick move. <laughs> well, I, I have a closet of stuff at my parents' house. Okay, that's in storage. But since then, do, um, do they do they know, or is it like a oh, like they, a trick they know, you play on them? <laughs> they know about you it. You moved a shelf yeah. in front of the door, a box like dad's stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Hope they don't listen in. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, they they know about the closet of my stuff. Um, it's mostly just like books and records. When I moved out of my mom's house, uh, I left some things behind. Uh, the two thing, well, one thing that I really am bummed out that she threw away was I used to collect uh, cans, <laughs> like pop cans, <laughs> like stupid ones. Like I had an OK Cola can. Um, oh, that's cool. And then I also I used to collect um, fake doctor generic Dr Pepper cans <laughs> because every like Doctor Better Doctor Star like yeah. every store had their own generic version yeah. and they couldn't just say Doctor Pepper so they're like it's Doctor Star yeah Doctor Shasta Doc- that's yeah cool. Doctor Farm yeah I love it and so I, I just I had some like from West Virginia I had some from Chicago I had, I had them like anytime I went anywhere I would look for those. Um, and then I moved out and my mom was like cleaning up that room. She's like, why are there all these cans? Oh. Some of which were empty, some of which were full. <laughs> when I moved from Nebraska to here when I was 11, I had a rock collection, but it wasn't like cool. It was just like, I would just pick up a rock outside and bring it in and throw it in my closet. And I, I literally had like three huge painter's buckets just full of shitty rocks that meant nothing. My mom was like, we're not going to move those across yeah. country. We can just dump them outside where they came from. I mean, the amount of gas that yeah. we caused. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. And at the time, I was really upset. Now, of course not. They're not, they're not rare. <laughs> uh, although every rock is... Who, like, yeah, who's to hey, say those? You know what? Who's to say that those rocks are any if, less if special than any other rock? In, I'm sorry I insulted rocks and sediment. Now, uh, <laughs> did, uh, so, so did you break up your band because you moved to Seattle? Or no, were it was Lisa actually Frank? kind of, um, I was Lisa Frank before I moved to you, Seattle. Okay, so, um, yeah, my band was kind of, uh, my band may actually moved to Vermont before that. And then um, and I had you, been you, doing Lisa Frank for a little and while. And you, you couldn't have any other drummer, so you're like, I'm only going to have a drum machine. <laughs> I refuse to replace her. <laughs> well, um, in Less Cats, it was like we wrote the songs together. So there was no, there was no replacing her it was you know it was it was like our friendship band pretty much now what was uh what made you more nervous the first time the two of you played together in front of people or the first time you played alone alone for sure because i mean it's it was I mean, way scarier yeah it's still way scarier I, I feel like learning how to use a drum machine and especially timing it on stage yeah would be really nerve-wracking the first few times it, yeah, it was mainly, I think, just, like, standing up there alone. Like, yeah. usually you have someone to, like, look back at and, like, yeah. make a weird face at or, like, um, or just, like, one other person signing off on, like, this project being an okay idea to, like, yeah. perform in public. Yeah. <laughs> well, but then also, like, you know, if you're in up there, like, with a three-piece band, you can at least, like, maybe think, well, maybe other 
people are looking at the other members. Yeah, Everyone's exactly. looking no, at you. Maybe me. like some nerd some looking at the drum machine. Like, yeah, some nerd who's like... Oh, I don't know. I didn't even watch her the whole time. That, that's an interesting setting. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. I might try that one. Yeah. <laughs> people, yeah, people say that kind of stuff to me. Oh, do they? Do so, maybe they do look at the drum machine more than yeah. me. <laughs> Wait, so you have like nerds coming up to you talk about your drum um, machine? Yeah, which I always like because I don't really... I mean, I, I bought it on Craigslist as like... It was like... A cheap drum machine that I found on Craigslist. Is it the Roland MC505? It is, yeah. It says that on your Wikipedia page, and I didn't oh, yeah. know what, like, I, I was like, wow, there's someone really <laughs> doing a business on this. Um, uh, one of my friends wrote that Wikipedia page. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> uh, we're, we're calling Wikipedia about this. Uh, <laughs> did it come with an, uh, did the drum machine come with a manual, too, or did you have to figure it out? Um, it came with a manual, but the manual is written really terribly, so I so mostly learned from, like, weird guys on YouTube. How do you say it? <laughs> Now, so, uh, which, okay, so when we started doing this podcast, uh, we had no idea how, how, to, how to do anything. And so we had to watch a lot of YouTube videos. And what's funny is that there are the people who will solve your problem in like two minutes. But then there's the dudes who like, it's like a 10 minute video. Oh, yeah. I hate it. So you came across it. Oh, yeah. spend so much time talking oh, yeah. about ridiculous stuff that has nothing to do with it and like it, they act like it's a series like you're yeah, back like, with Jonathan here <laughs> and I'm like I'm not back with you Jonathan yeah. I, I've never met you yeah. I just give me the answer yeah exactly <laughs> um yeah that's 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 very real yeah cause they'll be like okay and so today the problem we <laughs> yeah. shall be addressing yeah. is what happens when it's like come on yeah and then there's just the guy where you turn it's like you click this button and then you go over here you click that and that's how you did that bye yeah sweet. Oh, I love that guy yeah. he's very special he doesn't even give his name <laughs> and who are uh, these people just drum machine altruists who like what I, I don't know I mean I guess it's just people who I mean I, I mean I'm glad that they do it but it's just people who like yeah they know their technology and I guess they like to put it yeah. out there yeah I mean it's helpful I, I appreciate it, it. yeah I appreciate it yeah. whoever you are out there doing it we, we love you uh, if you have made uh, YouTube videos about how to solve technical problems email us at access on purpose podcast at gmail.com <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> go to your notes, Danny. Right here. I know. I said go to them. Uh, so what is it like living in the witch house? Oh, the witch house. Uh, that was the house I lived at in Denver. Okay. Um, it was uh, it was very magical, <laughs> as you might imagine. <laughs> um, it was... Uh, um, no, did you name it the witch house, or was it named that before you moved in? Uh, I think we collectively named it together. My friend Piper bought the house, and so she... Um, uh, and and so she's, she's a witch. Landlord. She's a witch. So she's she, my landlord. You had, um, a, you had a witch for a landlord. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, it was, it was really magical. Like I feel like every time I got sick, like someone had a potion that they would give me to like help me get better. Um, was there ever any like love potion sitcom like? Oh, I wish. Like <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's kind of dark magic to like cast yeah. cast yeah. spells on people. I don't you know. Guys were, you guys were helpful. We're good witches. Yeah. Love, potion, yeah. love potions are the creepiest things. That I think a magician that's, could do. That's mm. bad magic. That's yeah. Weird, yeah. I mean, it's, it's basically. Quit looking at me from that. Just, just I mean, don't do it. I said it out loud. I mean, it's kind of like basically like a mental roofie. Yeah. Oh, whoa. So I don't know. It is. That's, that's it's, some it's, magic ma- it's magic's roofie. Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good thing. Sorry, please. Did Macbeth ever knock on your door? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, uh, Oh, wow, witch house! I feel like you're like doing the Nardwar thing to me. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's great. Um, some cute dogs lived there. Um, I lived in the basement with uh, uh, without a door on my on my room. I had a curtain. Um, Sweet. It was it was cool. I once lived in a place where I had a curtain for a wall for a while, and the cats loved to hang off of it. Thus, it would just like pull it down. My curtain fell down all the okay. time. Yeah. Uh, you guys have really bonded over this curtain. Yeah. <laughs> well, Joseph, if you ever had a curtain, you no, understand. I've only had doors and walls. I put walls <laughs> up to people in the world. Emotionally and physically. Yeah, and physically. <laughs> Is there anything about Denver that you miss? Oh, yeah. Besides like that, friends and family. Yeah, I mean friends like, and family. I like Denver a lot. I think I just like... I grew up there and I lived there for a long time. It's fun to move away from the place where you grew up. When you go on tour and you play Denver, is it like two, three thousand people coming? To oh show? yeah, it's yeah. so it's so sold out. <laughs> have you gone? Lines like, are on the block. A national tour or anything? Um, I've done West Coast tours. Cool. I haven't um done further than that. I kind of I did a little tour. So when I, I I flew back to Denver to move out of the Witch House, 
Um, but like before, when I was driving up to Seattle, I did like a little tour on the way mm. um, to make gas money, and then I went on a West Coast tour with Childbirth, and then another one with Slut Ever. Oh, awesome! Um, in February of last year, I saw all three of you guys play year. at the Narwhal. Ones. Yeah, that was the end of our tour. Yeah, that was yeah, a fun show. It was super fun. Yeah. So now, how did you end up? Because uh, now with Childbirth, you often perform a song or two. Oh yeah. That. How did that all come about? <laughs> Um, that came about when we went on tour together for the first time. Um, we were just like, we should do a tour song, and um, and so we so we wrote that uh, that song, um, "You're Not My Real Dad." Oh yeah, um, that's good. and uh, where I get to be the hardcore front person and sing and scream and stuff. Um, and then um, and then when they were recording their record, uh, I just sing a few backup vocals on it too. So so when they play live and I'm around. I get to hop up on stage and be a guest star. That's fun. Has it ever been like they're about to they start playing the song and you're like in the bathroom and you're like, oh my god, I gotta get out of here, or like you know you're like trying to get a drink, like oh shit, I'm on. That's my that's my cue. Um, I, I would like to say yes, but usually, I, usually, okay. I, usually you're, I know. I'm 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 a pro. Okay. I'm, I'm responsible. <laughs> so you have a, a tape out, right? I do have a tape out, yes. What's it um, called again? It's called Crush on the World. Crush on the World. <laughs> so now does that mean that you have a crush on like, you know, the environment and humanity and everything? Or is it just that you have a crush on every single person? Um, I think, well, I think at the time when I was writing it, I did like have a crush on everyone. I, not, <laughs> not everyone, but like, um, I used to have that thing where like when, like every time I, not everyone, but like just meeting someone, I would just like get, get just like that feeling of like getting really excited about like every person you meet kind of and then I mean like so sometimes it fades within a few days sometimes it fades within 15 minutes yeah. <laughs> I don't know I also just thought it was funny now I mean you do have a couple songs about relationships a few of your hits are about relationships oh yeah now when people are in a relationship with you do they ever say like you're not gonna write about this one day are you uh, like do, do people do people feel like a little bit strange. Oh, I don't know. Um, Have they ever voiced? Maybe I should call up some exes that I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have your ex right here. <laughs> um, I, you know, I don't know about that. Um, That's I such a personal I haven't really gotten any feedback on like... I, I, mean, that I mean, like, no one's ever really gotten mad at me before. So no one, like, has, no, like, 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 you've dumped them, like, you better fucking not write yeah, about no, this. Yeah, like, no one's, no one's, like, ever said that to me okay. before. But, you um, mention all your ex's names. In one oh, song. shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> no. Um, uh, you gotta put out a remix every once in a while to, like, add them extra names. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never been in a relationship in my life. It's all lies. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, really um, like you should try them. They're not that bad. <laughs> I really like the tape, by the way. Oh, thank Very you. Yeah. So um, now you have just finished mixing a new record. I did, yes. So now, being like a solo project, is like, do you do you have like your creative process? Do you have set times when you work, or do you just kind of like do whatever you want? Because um, I can imagine like not having someone else to have to like negotiate with. You, it's just easy to procrastinate. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, how do you like? How do you say like, okay, that's it. That's the amount of songs. Or like, I have a show coming. Do you, like, how often do you practice before a show? And- um, I usually practice right like the day of a show for sure, just to like remember the songs a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of like it's kind of nice because like if I if I feel like practicing in the middle of the night or writing a song, I totally can like play my guitar. Um, but I, I also procrastinate a lot. I don't know. I feel like like writing a song is. It's just like this magical alchemy that you can't ever like recreate it the same way. It just like like sometimes it just happens mm-hmm. out of the blue, and then sometimes it's you just like struggle and struggle and struggle. Yeah, I mean, do, do you ever say like, okay, well, I want to put out another release. I'm gonna write like oh. ten songs. Like, and, like um, you're like you do like I mean, do you like give yourself like goals and deadlines or like um, like criteria, or you're just like I eh. probably could do better with some deadlines. <laughs> I, I with this one, I knew I I mean like. Like this one is eleven songs, and I actually, I I had re- I'm rec- I recorded it with Eric from Taco Cat, who I live with, and so um, we were just recording it at my house. So it was sort of easy to just like we were like recording it sometimes like as I was writing songs, and then I knew that I wanted to write one more song for the record, and then um, and then I ended up writing two more like all at once. So oh, so it has cool. eleven songs yeah. instead of ten. So sometimes um, it comes so and sometimes yeah. it's pre-planned a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't, does that answer you, the question, Kyle? Yeah. <laughs> Are you releasing it yourself? 
Um, I, I hope someone will put it out. I'm kind of figuring that out right now. Yeah, shopping it around. <laughs> yeah. That's jargon for the listener <laughs> <laughs> of the industry. I know a thing or two. You just go set up at Pike Place Market with your record. I would with, love it. With your song. Yeah, that is how it's done, actually. Is it really? What yeah, you just, you just sit there, you play, you get a boombox, you play your demos. People would, walk by and sometimes they pop I would love if there were always booths with musicians <laughs> and like sub pop people and like all the labels walk around and just like look at them. Yeah. That sounds horrible. <laughs> It'd just be funny. The only thing worse would be if you made a bunch of CDRs and went on the bus and tried to sell them. Oh, I love those guys. They, uh, they're going to make it one day. Yeah. They're going to make it one day. Oh my God. Um... What did you think the first time you heard Blink-182's Damn It growing up? Oh, man. How did it make you feel? <laughs> Probably just uh, filled my heart with that feeling that you get when you hear a song that you really relate to. <laughs> I don't know. That that riff is so good. That na 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 um, Does uh, Garrett Gary? Yeah, does Gary have does your power? Yeah, he has it. So I'm, 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 let's, let's take a little listen to it. <laughs> Okay, so is that the? I mean, is that the only song that you've covered? Um, I've covered a few other ones. I recorded a cover of um, that Lucinda Williams song, "Passionate Kisses." Oh, um, I love, I love that growing song. Growing up, I used to ask my mom to put that song on over and over. It's, that's like that's really one of my favorite songs. No, yeah. I love that song. It's beautiful. Um, and then I covered "Walking on Sunshine" once. Oh God, Walking that's on. weird. It was it's for. Great. It was like it was weird. It was the show in Denver that was um it was like a John Cusack themed like. Uh, party and like and so I was supposed to cover a song from one of his movies and so and there's, there's that part in High, High Fidelity which he hates that when Jack Black yeah is Jack Black's playing it but I think that fit more well with the Jack Black trip yeah I, is, mm, I don't know <laughs> you're so hard you're so hard on the um, world hard on the world crush on the world hard on the world <laughs> <laughs> and then I also cover that that uh, Cub Song um, New York City that they might be giants. Now Danny loves Cub, which I no, it's Cub. it's funny because actually I didn't know who they were till till we did this podcast. One of the earlier um, episodes of this, when we reviewed your show that you played at Narwhal, I said that you reminded me of Cub. So oh, I that's I, nice. I, didn't even I love Cub. One, one, one of my favorite. Yeah, one of my favorite bands. Oh yeah. Which one? That was early. You know, that was early in our career. I would because I, I gotta would, listen to that. The one, the one that it reminded me of was the one I can't think of the title, but where she sings uh, like "Meet Me Down by the River." Um, you'll, like, you know, hold Jay. on. Does Gary have that one too? Secret Nothing by Cub. <laughs> I love You're listening to KAOP 1045. <laughs> hey. um, um, oh, but so I guess I guess once again this goes back to you being like a solo act. Do you just be like, yeah, I'm gonna cover something, or do you like do you be like, okay, I'm only gonna cover things that I really want like in my repertoire? It's like, just like I'm gonna cover okay. something. I feel like it. <laughs> Usually, a lot of time it comes when I'm like, I want to do something, but like I'm trying to write a song, but it's not really working. Mm. So I'll, I'll learn a cover. Um, but Cub, man, that's one of my favorite bands. I learned about them from They Might Be Giants, from that 
oh, New York you. City. They're yeah. they're also one of my favorite bands, and I always loved New York City. And then when I found out it was a cover, it blew my mind. Oh, cool! Uh, I really like. There's a um, time. So I forget what, what two records it was, but Cub and Sicko each traded songs where like one covered one song. Like Cub covered a Sicko song and Sicko covered a Cub song. And I bought that CD just for that reason. And I didn't really like Sicko after I listened to the CD. And every time I went to go sell stuff, I'd go to like put that in the pile. Like, <laughs> I can't. I don't know why. Because I, I felt like it was part of my Cub collection. Yeah. And I still think I have it. I never listened to it. I haven't listened to it. Probably since I bought it, but I for some reason can't sell it because it's like part, it's like part of the, the Cub collection. Oh, Danny, that's beautiful. Who cares? No, it's fucking neurotic and stupid. <laughs> no, no. And I like every time I move, I have these piles and piles of. Fucking you love material things. I do love material things. I hate moving because I have so many boxes of bullshit. Yeah, I helped you finish moving the other day. You did one trip with me. Yeah, right? actually, he's helped to remove just him and me and him like twice or something. Oh, like all of his friends. And I helped him like one, one car load. Uh, it wasn't even your car. Nope. No, what? No, you're right. It wasn't your car either. Did you guys steal a car? No, we borrowed it from a friend. We as a friend that I don't know at all. So speaking of covers, what would you rather cover? Island in the Sun or Kokomo? Oh, <laughs> good question. Um, and do you feel those songs have any similarities? I do. I posted two songs for my. I posted a tweet about that. Those two songs. Do we? Did you? Is this based on that? He's got people <laughs> all over the city. He's now on Twitter, SoundCloud, <laughs> um, MySpace. Uh, um, I think I probably would go for. I think I would choose Kokomo, maybe. Would you? Would now? I know you have a trusty drum machine. Would you try to get John Stamos to play drums? Absolutely, on that drum? I would. Absolutely. To play the drum machine. Though. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> he can't play the drums. He has to play the drum machine. Um, yeah, I, I don't know that I would ever get a drummer, but if uh, if John Stamos wanted to wanted to do it, that sounds like a good title. He could join anytime. <laughs> I don't know if I'd ever get a drummer, but John Stamos can join. <laughs> <laughs> John Stamos's relationship with the Beach Boys, I think, is it's bizarre. I love it. I know, it's so weird. It's, it's such so a weird, weird thing that because I I can't name anyone else who has a public association with the Beach Boys. Yeah. Except for except for John Stamos. And like, um, well, go ahead, Charles Charles Manson. <laughs> that no, just one of them. They covered one of his songs. He oh, so I actually just yeah. listened to a podcast about the history of Charles Manson and you how must much. Remember this? Yeah, yeah. Did you listen to it? What well, not yet? Oh, you should. It, it actually he had a lot more contact yeah. with him than I ever. Wow. Even yeah, they like they like. I guess he wasn't famous at the time at all, though, so that doesn't really make sense. Yeah, he because yeah. Charles Manson is only famous really wasn't for one thing. Wasn't he in Full House? Didn't he play on? Yeah, so indirectly, <laughs> yeah. Charles Manson and Full House are related. Um. Oh, let's not say that. Right, that's dark. <laughs> I hope that's not a plotline of Fuller House that's coming out soon. Oh, oh man. John Samos <laughs> dealing with that? Uh, but no, yeah, John Samos, Beach Boys, Full House, Triangle. Yeah, uh, it's, it's such a weird thing. Like, And they were like, yeah, kids, every time you're down, let's just go to a Beach Boys concert. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Do you think that the Beach Boys uh, try to contact the Olsen twins? <laughs> Oh, I wonder. I kind of I love the Olsen twins. I have a dream of Mary Kate being in a music video for me someday. But not Ashley. I think Mary Kate's the cool one. Yeah. I don't know. She's got a cooler name. Yeah, she's just like she's the bad one. She's the first one. Mary Kate and Ashley. Olsen. Which, which one sold drugs to Heath Ledger? Mary Kate. Okay. Second. She's so cool. She just like is bad. She's like bad. She has yeah. cool style. I actually, I mean, I guess I don't know anything about them after they stop making their movies. I don't really know much about them okay. either. I, I just, I just feel, I just I feel just, like Mary Kate. There's something I like about her. Wasn't one of them in that movie Factory Girl or no? Am I making oh, that I don't know. I don't think I saw I that, that movie. Was, wasn't that their sister? Elizabeth Olsen? Oh, is it Elizabeth? Maybe. I like Elizabeth. I like Elizabeth Olsen. That one movie. I don't Martha. like her in Marsa, Mary, Martha. Yeah. I don't like her in Blockbusters. Like, she's really, they put her at, like, she's, like, in Avengers and oh, really? like Godzilla. She, she's also in this horror movie that it's, like, I mean, it's it's not, it looks like they make it look like it's one sh- continuous shot, and it's really good. I can't remember the name of it, but mm-hmm. um, it's really good. Yeah, she was in this, it was like, a cheap horror movie at the beginning of her career. Cool. I want to um, see that. I like her. But that, that's, like, a curveball that I don't think anyone is waiting for. It's, like, the Olsen twins were, like, 
famous for like you know 20 years yeah. and, they were, and then it's like oh guess what there's a third one and she's I, a really good actress it's like when, it's like when they bring dawn onto buffy and you're like what <laughs> <laughs> i do love that story like how just all of a sudden yeah. you're like as a, yeah. as a viewer i was like did i skip a that's scene? what i thought because i was i was like binge watching yeah, it and i was totally. like did i miss something yeah Oh, man. Uh, now I know what I want to ask uh, Elizabeth Olsen, our reader. What? Do you, do you feel like you're Dawn from Buffy? <laughs> <laughs> I think people like her more than they liked Dawn when Dawn came on to yeah, Buffy. Yeah, no one liked Dawn. Everyone was mad about Dawn. What do you think the Olsen do for Thanksgiving? Uh, fuck, I don't know. Design clothes? And what did you do for Thanksgiving? Me? I hung out with Amy and a bunch of uh, her friends, and it was really, really fun. What did you do for Thanksgiving? I went to dinner at my friend Emily's house, and then I went to a, a Titanic-themed party. It was Ooh. really fun. They were showing Titanic in four different rooms of the house, and it was, like, at um, different points in each room. So it was, like... Um, and I love Titanic. It's like It was, like, one of my favorite movies as a child. I was very obsessed with it. So I walked in to one room right, like, at near the end. Like, they're, like... Like the ship is going down second hard VHS at this point. It's yeah, it's like tape. it's like halfway through the second VHS, okay. maybe. Like you know when Rose is like going down on the lifeboat and then she jumps off of it, yeah. and Jack's like, "You're so stupid, Rose." You're so stupid, and Rose. she's like, "You jump, I jump." Remember? Like yeah. that was when I walked in, um, and so I cried and then watched it all, and then I went to the next room and he's painting her and he's drawing her and they're alive and happy. And it's like time travel. It was yeah, it was kind of an emotional roller coaster. So it's kind of like Titanic meets the time traveler's wife. What was that movie? Uh, you're thinking of Doctor Who. Who? Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? I also played football, flag football. I never play sports at all on uh, Thursday, on Thanksgiving morning, and I'm still really sore because I'm extremely out of shape. Thanks for asking me what I did on Thanksgiving. What'd you do? I know what you did. <sighs> you don't know anything. I got people all uh, Well, we had the um, KAOP 1045 uh, staff holiday party. Oh. Uh, me and Gary. Uh, Nicole was there, our sometimes co-host. And, you know, what was kind of weird was, so she didn't have a, a turkey rack. And so she read, like, oh, you could just, like, slice potatoes and that'll support it. Oh. Those, Yes. Those potatoes, which were just going to be like extra, like it wasn't part of the meal, were the best things I've ever ate in my life. Because they sat in juice. But you don't eat meat. I do on Thanksgiving. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, which maybe is a bad idea. I mean, I don't. I don't oh, no, the care. next day. Oh, okay. There's things going on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my body's like, that's how we had to deal. What's I made on? a gravy out of the drippings of the turkey, and it was, it was really good as well. I'll put those potatoes up against anything. I swear to God, like. I, I would I would I wish restaurants just served potatoes that had been underneath the turkey. They were the, cause it was, cause it had, it was, That's a really snappy name for a dish too. Potatoes <laughs> that have been underneath the turkey. I call them underneath uh, under turkey potatoes. Stay out of my kitchen. Stay out of my kitchen. Just stay out of my kitchen. I can out cook you. That's probably true. Yeah. You spend a lot more time cooking than I do. I'm a very good cook. That's not a lie. Here's a lot. I don't have. Let's move on. Let's take a break. Yeah. We gotta pay some bills. Yep. When the game's on the line, you trust the ball in the hands of a veteran leader who knows how to score. That's how you win in football, and it's how I won in Washington for my team, the South Florida community. I'm Congresswoman Ileana Ross Leighton, and I've been honored to carry the ball for you. I've scripted plays for our children and called audibles for health care and seniors. My game plan tackles housing and the economy. Call my name on Election Day, Ileana Ross Leighton. I'm Ileana Ross Leighton, and I approve this message. Paid for by the Ross Leighton for Congress. Committee. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back with Lisa Prang, uh, who's going to be playing at Chop Suey December 8th. Wait, is that true? Yeah, it's oh, true. Man. How many lies about shows? <laughs> All true. Happens. All the rumors are true. Uh, so, have you ever been in a situation where you heard one of your songs, but like you, like it was just like you're out in the world and you like oh. heard your music? I don't think that's happened to me yet. Oh. Unfortunate. I'm going to start coming to Linda's with a boombox. Oh, <laughs> just God. like riding <laughs> and just like maniacally laughing. I'm trying to think if that's happened. No, it hasn't happened to me yet. Okay. Something I look forward to. Yeah. Uh, if you're near Lisa Prank, why don't you pull out your phone and. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Please don't. Are you on I shouldn't have said I look forward to it. No, I, I'm not on Spotify yet. Yeah, why not? Um, well, Taylor Swift and I talked about it, and yeah. she really convinced me that. 
No, I don't know. I'm I less cats are on Spotify actually. Okay. Um, I just don't have any. I mean, anything up to be on Spotify really? I, I have no idea how anyone gets on Spotify. So. Uh, we're on Spotify. No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> we Do are you? on uh, what's that called? Stitcher? Stitcher, Which yeah. I still... We, yeah, that. we don't know what that means, but we're on it. Yeah. What is that? I don't, we don't know. <laughs> That's the thing we don't know. It, it's a podcast app. Oh, okay. Everyone just uses iTunes and it's... SoundCloud. Yeah. Uh, some other people use other things, but it's via SoundCloud and iTunes. Mm-hmm. Potty Pot? <laughs> That's what. That's the app I use. No, you don't. I have a flip phone. Uh, so, okay, let's say Universal Studios buys the rights to the Lisa Prank story. Who is going to play it? Ooh, that's a good one. And it has to be, uh, you know, someone that's content, like a contemporary. I know. I guess what would the name of the movie be? Ooh. Oh, man. And you, can, you can cast anyone else uh, you want as well. That's such a good question. Who would it be? Do you guys have any ideas? Um, Blossom. I feel. I. I mean, I would love a a young Claire Danes. Okay. To be me. No, maybe. I think we. Oh, I thought the like my so-called life. I feel like Eric Claire Danes would be really cool. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that one. Um. Actually, but Claire Danes now kind of looks she like looks a young, very she doesn't look yeah, she, she, she yeah. Has, I mean she she's she just aged gracefully. Yeah, she oh. has like she hasn't like, aged that much. Like she still looks pretty Well, she's strange. aged a lot just physically. I mean her she, Yeah, I meant uh, I think everyone knows what I fucking meant. Uh, For fuck's sake. Oh, <laughs> man. It's good to see you. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, so would you cast anybody else? Who who do you want who else do you want to cast in your movie? Who else do I want to cast? Who would um, you cast as the drum machine? <laughs> um, what would the opening scene be? What, what does Nick Cage is the drum machine? Oh. <laughs> that would be great if they, they like they filmed him, but then they like shrunk him, like, they <laughs> shrunk <laughs> it down. Yeah, it's okay. more, yeah, it's really tactical. Drum machine. Uh, like you look down and you're like, I don't think I can play this show. And the drum machine's like, Yeah, you can. Yeah. You can. I can't. Do it, Nick Cage. I can't and either. I, if you can do it, Nick Cage. Please email us at Accidents on Purpose Podcast. What's gonna be great is when we finally get Nick Cage on here. Oh and my gosh! Who would play him? Yeah. Who would play Nicolas Cage in the story know. of Nicolas Cage? He'd probably uh, be like, I would. Yeah. <laughs> he probably needs the money. <laughs> but so, so, wait, so what was telling me that he's really irresponsible and he like bought a T Rex skeleton? Yeah, I've I've read that like he's bought like a lot of like Elvis shit and like yeah he's like yeah it. and that's one of the reasons he has to make so many movies is because he just has he just needs like that money. Oh, interesting. Yeah, well, not really. I think it is. Mm. Uh, what would the opening scene of the movie be? What does Lisa Prank have to think about bef- uh, you know, before they go on stage? Before they, <laughs> as in they, as in you. What What would the opening scene be? Oh man, these are these are like great questions that are difficult. For me. <laughs> That's um, what we, we we want to put our guests through the room. Would that be a good ad campaign? Great te- great questions, difficult questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Difficult answers. Um, what would the opening scene be? Was there any like moment that was like pivotal in your um, music career? I feel. I mean, like, I feel like if it if it's like really just showing who I am, it's I'm probably in my bedroom. <laughs> like, I spend a lot of time just like hanging out in my bedroom. Is it you like writing your first song where you like strum a chord and all of a sudden you're like, ding, ding, and then you just like have it? Yeah, and maybe it that's it. You on stage playing. Yeah, it. yeah, like one of those quick cuts. That would be cool. All right, I'll write the screenplay. Um, yeah, you, you can write the screenplay. It's really hard to write your own story, you know. You should. Yeah. Why don't we dance? Why don't we <laughs> um, dance? <laughs> Do right. people yell that uh, at you on stage? Why don't we dance? Um, but not not yet, but you know, okay. someday. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny that you guys have that Back to the Future portrait. I was just watching this crazy conspiracy video about. I've seen it. Have you seen yeah. that one? Okay, about how Back to the Future predicted 9/11. Well, it, yeah, and it's like, it, it, but but he says that like it's not like a conspiracy theory. It's this that like it was such a big moment that in our collective conscience that it just kind of like it manifested. It manifested yeah. in it. Inside job. Did you watch that? I sent it to you, didn't I? Inside it's wild. Uh, and then yeah, Man on a Wire. Thirty years later, that's the movie uh, Robert. Yeah, doing. same same month. That's pretty. That Back to the Future came out. <laughs> I'm willing to believe it. What's your favorite conspiracy theory? 
that the moon landing is fake. I, I don't That's believe it necessarily, but I just I, sometimes it's. I just think about. It, I'm like, what if they did? Did we really go to the moon? I think about it a lot, actually. Yeah. Once I was talking to uh, this crazy guy, and he said, <laughs> that sounded like a fake laugh. It was. Uh, he said that the moon landing was faked, but then he also says that uh, the U.S. government has had bases on Mars that they're not telling anyone about. And I was like, wait a minute. Why would they fake the easy yeah. one yeah. and then keep the hard one secret? Yeah. I'm sorry. If you can get to Mars, the moon is I like do not. like that. Like the other day, it was like, President Obama signs into law like asteroid mining bullshit but i was like is that even a thing that, that yeah. we're like about to do I are we about to do that i don't know it doesn't no. seem like it but i think Who we're said saying this it's on it was on the news the news what news uh the, i don't know fucking <laughs> weekly <Damn>. world <laughs> i also like roswell you know conspiracy theories that's a good one yeah. i just read this one about uh the lady gaga john Monet ramsey and amy winehouse are all the same person <laughs> that seems <laughs> physically impossible it's, yeah, it seemed unsubstantiated. Also, Paul McCartney's dead. I like that one. Avril Lavigne is dead is a good one. She, she probably is. is. <laughs> no one would notice. <laughs> that was mean. I'm well, sorry. tie sales would go down. <laughs> hot Topic? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do they still have Hot Topics? Yeah. Hat Topics? They yeah. do. Um, they're kind of different now. They're more Disney-themed <laughs> than they used to be. That's weird. Yeah, you can get like weird Disney shirts and stuff. Because there used to be one on Broadway, and yeah. I kind of enjoyed walking by. I'm like, oh, this is the... This is the Tim Burton movie that's coming out soon. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go to the mall. You gotta go to the mall. No, I, I, have, I, have, I, have, I have like panic attacks. Oh, I, I'm not I, panic attacks. I kind of love the mall. When I take him to the mall, it's like a dog run to the vet. I don't, I don't tell him beforehand. <laughs> and then we just show up there and he gets real panicked in the car. And I'm like, why are we at the mall? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when was the last time you were at the mall? I haven't been to a mall in years. What do you go, what do you buy at the mall, Lisa? Um... I usually pop in. I usually pop into Claire's, check out the accessories. Panda Express. <laughs> um, get a Cinnabon, maybe. Yeah. An Orange Julius. I don't know. I I feel like. Um, I like going to the movie theaters that are at the mall. That's fine. That's, that's fine. Yeah. And then I like kind of walk around. I don't know that I. It's it's really about buying things for me as much as just hanging out. I uh, used to date someone who really liked Aveda. <coughs> And so every once in a while, I'd have to go into the Aveda store, and that just, like, oh, my God, I was never more comfortable yeah. than being in the Aveda store. And they'd all come up to me, like, hey, you want to try some samples? And I'm like, uh, no, it's not that I love samples. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I just, it's just, it's, it's not a good store for me to be in. When I was a teenager, I remember just, like, um, hanging out in, you know, Love Sack, those fancy yeah, chairs? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I do. Oh, I always wanted one. Yeah, I know. I was actually, uh, so I, we would just, like, hang out in the Love Sack stores, like, sit on the bean bags until totally. they kick you out. But I was looking up Love Sacks recently. I was like, I wonder if I could get a Love Sack. It's, like, it's, like, pay, like, $300 a month for a year. Yeah, get a love they're sack. expensive. <laughs> so what wild. are they made out of? It's like fun. It's like fun, and they go back, like they arch back. So you know, I, I bet there's a video on YouTube about how you can make your own. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Oh, Jonathan. Yeah, yeah, Jonathan, come on. Uh, I used to. I, my one of my good friends for a while dated someone who worked at a t the Tivana. A Tivana. Do you remember? Oh that? yeah. Tivana in the Bellevue Mall. It's like a really fancy tea shop, but it's bullshit. It okay. sucks. And it's an oh Tivana. Yeah. Uh -huh. Um. So <laughs> I get it. So we always had to like, go there. Like in Nirvana. It's a little yeah, local music reference. Yeah, it's French. It's what brought her here. But we would always have to go visit her, and it would just be really weird because it's not a good place to visit someone at work, and I hated being inside that mall. Oh. That's What's true. the worst place to visit someone at work? Like a nurse? Correctional, corrections <laughs> officer? Yeah, you couldn't get into that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> and during visiting hours, maybe. Hey, yo! Gotcha! Zing, dear! Did you get me? No, I didn't. I've never gotten anyone. You'll get someone soon. Hey. Keep zinging. Keep zinging. <laughs> Keep zinging. Um, you know what a really bad movie? It's fucking Home Alone 2. Oh. Because I think... Lost in New York? Yes. Lost in New York. Because we wanted to watch... Tim Curry? Tim Curry's in the end. He's not dressed up like... He's in Rocky Horror Picture. <laughs> he had a contract for every Spoiler movie. Spoiler. Yeah. So actually in an early uh, Titanic movie. They made a Titanic before. The was, Kathleen Zeta, was Kathleen Zeta-Jones? Is she in it? Yeah. Oh, what? yeah. And it's really bad. Oh. But he's in it. I said it, it, it was a TV movie. Oh, right. They, I want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it came out like a year before wow. uh, the theatrical one. Um, 
it's it's kind of like very similar in the fact that there's like lovers and yeah. uh, there's 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 no drawing scene though because it's on TV. Mm. I do love I do love movies about lovers yeah. in peril. <laughs> Are they lovers, in, okay. lovers in peril. <laughs> oh, but no. So we wanted to watch Home Alone. I don't want. Okay, other people want to watch Home Alone. I love I love the first one. Yeah, the um, first one's great. I, I don't really remember the second one very well. It's, it's really like bad. There's there's a crazy pigeon lady. But no, serious. We um, Netflix didn't have it because Netflix never has the movie that you want. They never have the first one either. Yeah, they, they always have, have the, the second. Yeah. yeah. Short Circuit too. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, it should, it should be like illegal for them to not have the whole series. Because really like, the second one's always worse for the most part. Yeah. Oh, but um, I was thinking that I, I know this show is going to be over, but uh, I was I wish MythBusters would do a Home Alone episode <laughs> where they try they they get like oh. like human skulls and be yeah. like this is what would happen if a paint can hit a human skull <laughs> and just like all these because then it would be a really sad weird episode. Yeah, uh, those cool. movies like it's really bizarre. Like it's violent as shit. I would like a sequel to uh, uh, Home Alone. Two. Now there is a Home Alone three, but it's not about Kevin. It's about yeah, another kid. It's terrible. But like now, and about like what that kid's doing now, because he is a oh. psychopath. Like, actually he is, is a crazy psychopath. There actually is a Home Alone four, and it's a young girl. Uh, there's wow. a home, yeah, there's a Home Alone three, and there's a like a talking gerbil in it, or like he drives a car. I think it's a parrot. I think there's a parrot in it. Yeah, yeah, he drives a little remote control car. And, like, they, there's, like, assassins. Like, they're really high-level criminals, but they can't get into the house. Oh, man. I'm and just, they like... they tie up an old woman to, like, freeze to death in a shed. It's a really... Like, this kid accidentally gets, like, top-secret Air Force plans. Because he has the chicken parts. That these... Yeah, it's a bizarre, bizarre movie. I'm picturing, so like... I have it on VHS. I'm picturing, like, what? Home Alone 10, and he's just, like, a 40-something man. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, Like, it's just a lot. No, I'm just, like, picturing him, like... Home Alone. Home Alone. Like, just like, just, like hanging Alone. out, like watching like watching movies and like, stuff. Like, yeah. No, no, he gets Chinese food delivered. Uh, like, yeah. Mom, and he's just like crying. Mom, I'm eating rubbish. Why don't you come out and stop me? And that one comes out. Buzz is really successful. <laughs> he totally works for like Goldman Sachs. I'm sure. Okay. Lisa, oh, what are you doing? Nothing. Okay. Lisa, uh, where in this town do you like to go and get coffee? We always ask the guests. Oh, where do I go get coffee? Um, you know, uh, usually I like to go to um, Cafe Robin, which is my bedroom. <laughs> oh! <laughs> um, People have um, said their bedroom before, their house, but they've never given it a name. <laughs> oh, at night it's called Club Robin, but in the morning it's Cafe Whoa. Robin. Love it. And um, I, I have, a, I have a, little, uh, a little Mr. Coffee Maker right next to my bed. Yeah. So um, if, I, if I plan ahead... I um I can just like when my alarm goes off I can just like hit the button it'll make the coffee I can pour it into a cup and just drink it in bed. That's so my, that's my favorite place to go for coffee. Oh, wow, I've never had a coffee maker in my bedroom. It's so it's like Are there it changed my all life. Over the place? Are there what grounds? Grounds kind of yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you keep a grinder in there too? <laughs> no, I usually I so I I have like I grind it downstairs usually and I put it in. A, a bag. Nice. So that's also on my bedside table. I love it. Oh, uh, where do you like to get coffee, Joseph? You know, I go to a Joseph, Joseph, unfortunately, we are running out of time oh, because uh, it's the beginning of the holiday season and we're going to start uh, our weekly uh, 12 hours straight of the Yule Log. Mm-hmm. Audio Yule Log. Audio Yule Log. So just, you know, why don't you, you know, make, make a cup of hot chocolate, get next to the radio and feel that fake fire. Let that coming through the speakers. audio so relaxing. You'll love it. Get it? Get it? <laughs> I get it. Uh, I want to say thank you to Lisa Prank. Thanks so yeah. much for having me. It was uh, so great. fun. If you operate a record label in uh, the greater North American area, uh, you should contact <laughs> her. Um, where should your fans go to hear more music? Um, they can go to lisaprank.bandcamp.com. Um, I Yeah. I'm on the internet. Yeah, okay. find her on Facebook. Find okay. her on it's Facebook. very easily Googled me. Yeah, it's, if you it's pretty meet easy. Her, if you want to meet her, go to, go to one of her shows. Yeah. What's okay. your next show besides after um, the December I'm show? I'm playing at, uh, December 11th. I'm playing this really rad. Uh, it's a it's a high school feminist club's uh, benefit party. Whoa. At the Vera That's... Project, which I'm really stoked about. Nice. Um, it's called Party Against Patriarchy at the Vera, Vera Project. Oh, cool. um, yeah. So many opportunities. 
Uh, Come hang out with me. I'll read your tarot cards. <laughs> Wait, do you do that at the merch I, table? I do. I do tarot cards at the merch table. Have yeah. you ever given someone like really bad news? Um, no. I feel like my tarot readings are pretty uh When you do give bad news, do you call it terrible? Terrible. <laughs> I have some terrible news for you. I think I, I I like to think of tarot more as like a way to like just like see what's going on with you and what what things you should think about. Cool. Um, when was the last time you had your tarot done? Um, my friend Alyssa Ball actually read my tarot a few weeks ago. Any any highlights? Uh, everything's going great for me. Okay. <laughs> it's all good. Smooth sailing from here on out. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Well, it's been another week of Accents on Purpose. Yep, sure has. That's uh, I'm Danny. Yeah, I'm Joseph. I've we'll always been here. We'll see you next week? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see you next week. I'll see you next week. Cool. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks. You know what? Fuck you for listening. Thank you. <laughs>